Good morning, everyone. You're listening to the news on Morning Mixtape. Today is October 16th, and I'm your host, Gabriel Hilti, reporting for Met Radio 1280 AM in Toronto. Here are the top stories this morning. First, delegates at the NDP convention urge the party to push for universal pharmacare. Next, workers at a Sobeys distribution center in the GTA walk out on strike after negotiations break down. Also, the situation in the Gaza Strip amid the Israel-Hamas war continues to worsen with food, water, and electricity cut off by Israel. Then, Cindy joins with her segment, Canadian Connection, and after, the show rounds off with the weather forecast for the day. Let's look at the headlines. NDP delegates are unanimously supporting pursuing universal pharmacare as a key part of their deal with the Liberals. CBC News reports party members voted for leader Jagmeet Singh and his MPs to hold the line on a critical element of the party's platform. Delegates say the party should use all of its leverage through the supply and confidence agreement with the Liberal Party, even if this means withdrawing support from the minority government. CP24 reports that NDP health critic Don Davies said the non-binding resolution means the party will accept nothing less than a public single-payer system. According to the text from the resolution, the continued confidence and supply deal is contingent on legislation from the government that commits to a universal pharmacare program. The agreement has the NDP help the liberal minority pass legislation in exchange for policy priorities. CBC News reports that passing a Pharmacare Act by the end of 2023 was a key priority in the agreement. The issue is sure to come up soon, with about two months left in the legislative calendar in the House of Commons. NDP leader Singh addressed the issue in his speech at the convention. Quote, The reality is liberals only act when new Democrats force them. That's how we got Medicare, and that's how we are going to win Pharmacare as well. A first draft of a Pharmacare bill by the Liberals was rejected last week because it did not commit to a single-payer system. CP24 reports that standing strong is what some delegates demanded of Singh and the NDP at the convention. At the convention, Singh survived a confidence vote with 81% of votes from delegates, although this is the lowest confidence vote for an NDP leader since Tom Mulclair was rejected in 2016. Moving to Toronto, workers at a Sobeys warehouse went on strike on Saturday after negotiations collapsed between the union and the supermarket chain. Global News reports the Teamsters 419 union, representing the workers at the distribution center in York Region, rejected what they called a, quote, lowball offer. A Sobeys spokesperson told Global News the company is disappointed by the decision to go on strike. The union says the dispute has its roots in the original unionization process of the warehouse. Staff at the distribution center originally voted closely in favor of unionization with 53%, citing pandemic work conditions and low wages. Global reports the union said that Sobeys tried to capitalize on a lot of workers voting against the union during the nine days of bargaining. Quote, they tabled anti-union proposals including being able to subcontract out their work and non-union employees being able to work alongside the unionized members. 
the union estimates that the strike will create a noticeable disruption on day-to-day -day operations. Each distribution center can approximately supply between 80 and 150 stores. Sobe says it will work to minimize disruptions and wants to return to bargaining. In international news, the situation in the conflict between Israel and the Palestinian militant group Hamas continues to worsen. The Associated Press and others report that the just over 2 million Palestinians in the Gaza Strip were struggling to survive on Sunday. The Strip has been without food, water, and electricity after Israel cut off access as a response to the attack by Hamas last week. The UN is calling for aid to be led into the Gaza Strip to help the people without supplies. The World Health Organization has supplies over the Rafah border in Egypt but does not have permission from Egypt or Israel to deliver them into Gaza. Israeli officials on Sunday said water had been turned on again in southern Gaza. Aid workers and a spokesperson for the Gaza government said they have not seen evidence of water being restored. The Associated Press also reports that the water has run out at UN shelters across Gaza. On Sunday, thousands packed into the courtyard of the region's biggest hospital as a refuge of what might be ahead. The Guardian and others report that Israel is preparing for a possible ground offense into the Gaza Strip. Israeli Defense Forces have said Hamas is holding 126 Israeli hostages inside of Gaza. The escalating conflict in the Middle East is also causing reactions from across the world. Global News reports that tens of thousands of protesters since Friday have rallied in the Middle East and parts of Asia, Europe, and North America in support of Palestinians. Communities around the world have also held rallies in solidarity of Israel following the Hamas attack. The recent development in the decades-long conflict has resulted in more than 2,300 people killed in Gaza and 1,300 people killed in Israel. Data on the conflict from the United Nations since 2008 shows a heavy cost of human life. Over 6,400 Palestinians have died, along with over 300 Israelis. The current situation is developing. Switching from the headlines to our daily segment, here's Cindy with an edition of Canadian Connection. Good morning, listeners. I'm Cindy, and each week I'll reintroduce you to nostalgic Canadian media you may feel connected to or tell you how Canadian entertainment is connected globally. I'll cover it all. Books, TV, music, anything. Welcome to the Canadian Connection. Now, I'm very excited because fall is my favorite season. I love the not-too-hot, not-too-cold temperature. Like, the type of weather where you can wear long sleeves or short sleeves but always be comfortable. And, as we are entering the fall season, Halloween will start sneaking up on us. I'd like to recommend a slightly creepy TV show that would be especially enjoyable to watch in the season we're in right now. In 2021, you may have heard of the TV series Yellow Jackets splash into the scene to praising reviews and critical acclaim. The show kind of came out of nowhere. It wasn't similar to anything being released during the time. It's a thriller mystery, with elements of drama and horror. The fact that it features an ensemble cast with relatively unknown actresses, besides Christina Ricci, adds to its charm. But I don't want to spoil too much of it, so here's the rundown. Yellow Jackets' story starts in 1996. A talented girls' high school soccer team named the Yellow Jackets in New Jersey had just won a spot in their national tournament. 
The team, along with their coaches, board a flight across the country to Seattle to compete in their first game. But because of a storm, the plane reroutes to fly over Canada. Unfortunately, the plane ends up crashing into the Canadian wilderness, leaving the survivors of the team to fend for themselves. The girls have all held secrets from one another, with rising tensions from interpersonal relationships combined with the struggles of girls growing up, and now they're in the wilderness with no resources? How will the girls fend for themselves completely alone? Who's going to survive? What relationships succeed and which ones fall through? Well, the show actually flashes back between the 1996 past and the 2021 present, where we see where some of the cast has ended up in their lives. But the story is nowhere near over. The show has so many twists and turns and is just a huge difficult puzzle waiting to be solved. But the story is nowhere near over. The show has so many twists and turns and is just a huge difficult puzzle waiting to be solved. Yellow Jackets premiered on American Network Showtime and is currently their second most streamed TV series behind Dexter New Blood. It's currently ran for two seasons and was greenlit for a third in December of 2022. But because of the writer's strike, who's to say when season three will pick up production? Thanks for listening. From at Radio 1280 AM, I'm Cindy Zogu. Thank you, Cindy. Looking at today's weather, it's mainly cloudy throughout with chances of showers. Temperatures reach a high of 14 degrees and a low of 6. That's everything for today. Thanks for listening to Morning Mixtape News with the day's top headlines and stories packed in a short format. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at MetRadio News to stay posted on the latest news content. For MetRadio 1280 AM in Toronto, I'm your host, Gabriel Hoti. We'll be back tomorrow.